Hi guys and welcome to the Fight for Top 6 with me Al Francis and me Elise O'Brien. There may be no Premier League football that happened in the last week for us to talk about but England played two very exciting games. England scored five against San Marino on Thursday and beat Albania 2-0 on Sunday. We'll talk Mason Mount, Harry Kane, the upcoming Premier League fixtures and news that has come out recently about Gareth Bale going back to Real Madrid. But let's kick off with England and how well they have played in the last week. So, England played San Marino last Thursday and walked away with a 5-0 win. It was, obviously, in history knows, it's a quite an easy game for England. We always seem to come away with a, a, quite a few goals from this game. So... It was nice to see. Obviously, a lot of them were scored by different people other than Calvert-Lewin, who scored two of them. But it was nice to watch the game and see like some new as well as returning faces into the lineup. Jesse Lingard coming back after a while of not being in the squad and then Phil Foden getting to play. So, yeah, it was nice to see some new and returning faces. No, I definitely agree. And as a Chelsea fan, it was so nice to see when I saw that lineup. Ben Chilwell, Reese James and Mason Mount all in the lineup. And then on the 35th minute, the third goal went in and it was from a che- from another Chelsea player. So Ben Chilwell got an assist, Reese James got an assist and Mason Mount got an assist all in the first half. And just seeing that as a Chelsea fan was literally just lovely to see. And Mason Mount played so well and everyone after the game said, Mason Mount looks like a, the old Frank Lampard. And that was, I, I think so many people will agree. And I feel like Mason will definitely possibly in the future get the armband. But in terms of the lineup, no Harry Kane or no Eric Dyer, at least. Yeah, I feel like it happens quite a bit, like with these kind of, I suppose, what they call like easy games. Mm-hmm. They don't tend to play Harry. They want to rest him up for like the bigger games where they need him goal scoring. But I feel like it's a shame for him because obviously he is very much someone who would like to go out and he breaks the records that are out there for him. Yeah. And this is a game for him that he could have easily gone out there, scored quite a few goals and helped him get up in the list of goal scorers for England. So, I mean, it's a shame for that, but at the same time, you're going to need him more in like future games so I get that and maybe the same with Dyer as well maybe when it because it's like an easy game let out some of the new people type thing and wanted to see what they're capable of and see their capabilities but yeah I mean it was sad not to see them and obviously there's not as many Spurs players that have been called up this time around which is sad but I would say it was a good shout to leave them out for this game yeah and I definitely feel like as a Spurs fan for you leaving Harry Kane was probably the better option because you can't afford at this moment in time for any injury to happen to him because he, if Harry Kane gets injured, then God knows what it will mean for Spurs and getting in the top six this season. Oh, 100%. If he was to get injured, it would be, yeah, detrimental to Spurs. We would miss him. And then on Sunday, England beat Albania... 2-0. I personally thought there was going to be a few more goals. Um, I didn't think it was that entertaining game. I'm not really a fan of the international break, but being a Chelsea fan because of the Chelsea players that are currently in the squad, I'm obviously going to watch the games. But 
Mason Mount was the only one to start again for Chelsea, like out of the Chelsea players, and he got on the score sheet, but so did Harry Kane. Yeah, I think this is the game they'll probably save him for. Like, like you said, it wasn't like the most interesting game. But yeah, Harry Kane got out there. He got his thirty-third, I think it was, England goal. So, which was the amazing. And then, yeah, he got in there with the assist for Mason Mount as well. So for him, it was a good game. And for England, it was a good game. But another person who we haven't seen in an England squad for a long time, Luke Shaw, who obviously came out and he had a point to prove that, what did we say it was? He hadn't been seen since like 2018 or something like that. Yeah. So for him to come out and he got an assist for Harry Kane, he showed the reason why he should have, like, why he should be there. No, definitely. And I feel like, Luke Shaw and Jesse Lingard was definitely sort of like a focus point for these two games because they haven't played for a while and they've proved why they want, why they needed that England call up. And I feel like they played really well. And another person who I feel like should be happy with themselves is Reese James because he's been chosen over Trent Alexander-Arnold and he definitely proved his point as well. And I definitely feel like Reese James will now get picked over Trent. So we're just going to have to see what happens when the summer comes. And like, I'm just, I'm really excited to watch England play in the summer. Yeah, definitely. England, I don't know, the like kind of qualifying games, I personally don't find very interesting. But when the actual like proper main events are happening, it can be an exciting time. But I mean, with being any form of football fan, it always comes with its downs. So I'm really hoping that England can give us a good result this summer. Yes, and England are, are going to be playing on Wednesday evening. So hopefully we get another win and some more goals. And hopefully maybe Harry Kane might even start and get on the score sheet again. Yeah, definitely. But more exciting news, I suppose, is the Premier League is back this weekend with a bunch of games for us to talk about. So, first up on Saturday at 12.30 is Chelsea versus West Brom. Chelsea are currently sitting fourth. They are five points behind Leicester. Elle, how do you think this game is going to play out? Um, when you mention five points behind Leicester, it's like, we have to win that game because West Ham are getting closed. Everyone's just getting, it's just so tight and we cannot afford to actually lose that game. We have to come away with the three points. So I'm hoping that Tuchel has been watching the international games, watching Havertz, Werner, Mount, all the main players that we have been playing the past few weeks and seeing how well they've been playing. And he's going to hopefully put a strong attacking team out because we need goals. We want to try and get the goal difference higher than what it is at the moment so I feel like it's going to be a tough game West Brom's a bit tough but it's at home which worries me a little bit because we've been playing better at away games but I feel like if he plays Havertz up front that's a big statement but if he plays Havertz up front we could get some goals in but overall I'm not going to give my what I think is going to happen because every time I say that it's the opposite so we're just gonna to have to go with it but I feel like I don't feel like it's going to be like a nil-nil game I definitely feel like there's going to be 
some goals and with the way that like Mason Mount has been playing for England, Havertz looks like he's really happy playing football at the moment. And Zuma has been playing for France and it's just like, I feel like I'm feeling pretty confident, but I don't want to like say what's going to happen because I don't want to jinx it. But then, yeah. yeah. So, but then we have Leicester versus Man City on after us and that's going to be that's going to be a good game because of where they are in the, in the table right now definitely obviously you will be hoping for a city win out of this but yeah they're currently sitting third they're only one point behind united like depending on how the weekend goes they could potentially finish second by the end of the weekend like mm-hmm. you don't know but i suppose their one biggest downfall at the moment is their injury list. They have still got quite a few players out. There are some that are starting to come back, which is obviously amazing news for them. But um, Madison is a hopeful return for them. Um, Manager came out and said that he's hoping that this international break gave him the kind of break that he needed, that hopefully when, like, now we're coming back from it, that he should hopefully be fit and ready. I feel like this game is going to be an interesting game. I feel mm. like Leicester struggled the last few games at scoring goals, but I can actually see like a nil-nil game for this. For some reason, I don't know why. So I just guess, I just guess, I think we're just going to have to see because it's, this is just one of them games because of where they are on the table right now. I just feel like, I just feel like it's got nil-nil written all over it. 100%. It's either going to be like a really high scoring game or it's literally just going to be a ball mm-hmm. going backwards and forwards and end up nil-nil. Obviously, yeah. Man City sitting top of the league, like comfortably sitting at the top of the league. I don't see anybody catching them at this point. So they're obviously a strong team. They've got a lot of good players, but then Leicester are still up there. They're still winning games, even with all these injuries that they have. So, yeah, it could be an interesting game or it could just be a boring game. But then we go on to Arsenal versus Liverpool. I don't know. I feel like this one could be a kind of interesting game because Arsenal obviously went into the international break after a couple, like, really good results. Mm -hmm. So, and Liverpool are going to still want to make it even into the top six because they're currently sitting seventh Arsenal are in ninth it's not either club not where they would want to be mm-hmm. so I feel like they'll both want to fight to get up there and obviously they're quite close so they're going to want to Arsenal are going to want to close the gap between them and Liverpool are going to want to try and get further away so it could be a very interesting game this one I feel like Arsenal uh for some reason I'm more positive in an Arsenal win because they are going to want to close that gap and they, as you said, they have been playing well, so they're going to want to try and carry on. But obviously, the international break may have like messed it up a little bit. So we're just going to have to see. But I definitely feel, with the way that both them teams are playing, that Arsenal are going to be the team that come out with, with come out with the three points. Mm, yeah, I would agree with that. I feel like it's going to be more of an Arsenal win over Liverpool, but we'll just have to wait and see. Agree. And then the next game is Newcastle versus Tottenham. And you're going away to Newcastle. Mm -hmm. You guys need to win 
you need to win otherwise you are not going to get in the top six I know it's one of those things where it's like Spurs went on like a really good run for a while it's like I was excited I was like yeah they can do it like I know I put them said they wouldn't finish in the top six and when we did our predictions and they had a couple few like a few really good games and really good results and I was like oh maybe I was wrong here maybe I was wrong and then yeah then that horrible week happened with the Europa League and the North London derby that just wasn't ideal but at the moment Spurs are sitting sixth so which is good they are only one point away from West Ham so who knows like it could be a very I'm hoping they win obviously you always hope your team wins but they could end up fifth by the end of the weekend which would obviously be amazing um but I suppose you don't know how players I suppose the biggest thing is because you're coming back from an international break how are your players going to come back like uh, I'm not 100% like caught up on all of the Spurs players and how many games they played for their countries but some of like because you're Premier League players your your country's like star players you're probably going to be playing a lot so I suppose the main thing is especially for Spurs who have not performing best you're like you don't want your players coming back tired and then having to because I don't think Newcastle is going to be a necessarily an easy game to play so hopefully when they come back they are not tired and all that um three people I know were not on international duties were Lucas Mora so who is a valued player for Spurs uh Vinicius who obviously scored for us in the last Aston Villa game I think which was good and Eric Lamella, who's obviously now would have come back from his ban from his red card in the North London derby. So I feel like with them three, at least, you know, they're fit. They're all like, they won't be tired or anything. But I'm just hoping that the rest of them come back like fit and ready to play. Yeah. Well, obviously you're playing on Sunday and England will be playing on Wednesday. So it's norm. It's probably about eighty percent that Harry Kane's going to play. So yeah. you just want to wish that nothing happens to Harry Kane and that he comes back fit because he's your main player that you that cannot get injured. Whereas Gareth Bale has been playing for Wales, and I feel like he's at this moment in time. He's one of them players. It's like okay, like he can miss the Newcastle game, but yeah. he, then the games before the North London derby, he was playing well. So. I feel like as long as Harry Kane's okay, you're going to be all right. Hopefully. Hopefully that's the case. But then after the Spurs game on Sunday is Manchester United host, the, host Brighton. So mm-hmm. it's obviously they're second in the table at the moment, Man United, but Leicester are literally on their tails. Like yeah, Man United need to come away with this win. Otherwise, they could potentially end up moving down the table a bit more. I feel like, I personally feel that Brighton are going to turn up and come away with something because Brighton are that team. Well, they have been that team this season where they've like had some shocking results and like they've surprised people. And I feel like this is going to be that game where it's going to be like, let's say Man United are like winning 1-0 up, 70th minute, and then like Brighton score and then they hold on. That's the type of game that I'm currently seeing and feeling for that game on Sunday. I would 100% agree with that. Like Brighton are such an unpredictable team. You can either go there and it could be an easy game and you put loads of goals by them. Or like you said, they can 
get in there they can sneak a goal in and then they're like all right cool we'll park the bus and they walk away with one or three points like it's a very unpredictable game I would say that one and then the next game is Everton Crystal Palace I don't know I don't know how this one's going to turn out to be honest it's a a weird one I mean Everton need it yeah it's currently level on points with their Merseyside rivals. So obviously Liverpool are sat um, seventh, they are sat eighth. They need that win, like, especially with your rival, you're going to want to go above them at all costs. So they're going to need it. But like Brighton, Crystal Palace can be that unpredictable team where you don't know if they're going to properly show up and have this massive game or if they're not really there. No, I totally agree. I feel like, obviously, when you look at the table, you think Everton's going to come away with that win because it's at home. But as you said, Palace are like like Brighton at the moment. So I feel like it's going to be an interesting game, but I feel like, I don't feel like there's going to be many goals. No. And then to end on Monday is Wolves versus West Ham, which, like the other two um, teams we've just spoken about Wolves are so unpredictable you don't know what Wolves team you're going to get if you're going to get the highly defensive team that they could put up easily put up a fight for West Ham mm-hmm. but the way that West Ham have been playing lately they've been playing such attacking football with like Declan Rice Jesse Lingard Antonio so I obviously think this is going to be a really really good game I feel like they're both really attacking football teams and they're both going to want to score goals not just one they're going to want to keep them coming so I feel like out of the weekend games apart from Arsenal Liverpool Wolves versus West Ham would be a decent game to watch I feel like that is going to be a a very entertaining game yeah definitely I mean you were obviously hoping for West Ham not to win because if they were to they're only two points behind you currently. So if they were to win, they would end up above you in the table. So fingers crossed for some sort of Wolves win or not a West Ham win. So that's all the games that are coming up this weekend. But now we're going to talk about some of the news stories that have been coming out in the media and in the press the past week. So, Elise, some big news stories have come out in the media the last week regarding some Spurs players. First of all, Harry Kane, he has made a comment on his future at Spurs. He has come out and said, all my focus is on the England games coming up now and the rest of the season with Spurs and then the Euros. To be thinking about speculation or rumours that would be damaging in terms of my own performance. From that comment, he has basically said there's a possibility that he will be leaving Spurs at the end of the season. Yeah, it's a it's a heartbreaking thing to read because obviously when you think of Spurs, you think of Harry Kane. He's like the face of Spurs and like everything Spurs has to do with him. And yeah, it's heartbreaking to think that he might not be there next season or the season after or whatever. But at the same time, it's like in a footballer's career, you want to win things. Like that's the whole thing you want to look back on your career and be like, yeah, I've played for this. I was in this final and we won it and we done it. And it's like, 
you can't Spurs just don't seem to be in any form of position at the moment or in the last few years to get to that point where they could win something I mean obviously there was the Champions League final which he did play in but he did, was coming back from an injury so I don't know if it was the best choice but still like we get to finals and we will get so far and then it just doesn't work out mm-hmm. so I wouldn't say like if he left obviously I would be devastated but I couldn't turn around and be mad at him because he's his career and it's what he wants to do with it but I do respect what he says where he says he's not gonna think about it now he's gonna wait till the end of the season the Euros are done and everything Mm -hmm. because I suppose when you are like if you're looking at different clubs looking at their performances thinking about leaving you kind of moved your heart out of the club and then you won't perform as well so I do respect what he says and it would be a shame to see him go so I hope he doesn't but I would understand why if he did I think all Spurs fans would be exactly the same with you at the moment. I feel watching, as a Chelsea fan, watching Hazard leave Chelsea after seven years, um, it was a point where no no Chelsea fan wanted him to go. But he was, I think he was 28 when he left. And I'm not, I can't exactly remember how old Harry Kane, I think he's around 28, 29. Mm. Um, if... Kane wants to go to another club and have a few more years at another club playing first team football. He needs to go now because he can't wait. He's got three years left on his contract. He can't wait until then three years are up because the amount that he'll be worth will drop and he will not get first team football. So if he wants to go, he needs to leave now. But it's just where he goes because if he comes to another Premier League club, it's like, who are you going to? Because it's like City, Chelsea, United. I don't think so, but it's definitely possible. But then if you look abroad, I don't know who who's going to go for him. I'm not exactly how much he's going to be worth, but in terms of him, one, he, he needs to go. I feel like Harry Kane needs to go because he deserves to actually say in his career that he has won trophies. Okay, He's been top goal scorer a few seasons. He's he's an amazing player. Everyone knows that. But he needs to go now. He needs to go this year, this season, in order to do well at another club. 100%. If he's going to go, he needs to go now, like, for his own sake. I mean, I'm not sure. Like, obviously, you wouldn't want to go to another Premier League team. But at the same time... I know he has like a very young family and he grew up like around like he grew up in like East North London, like quite close to where I live in that. So he would like I don't like all his family like are here and he's always been here that I'm not sure like if he would want to go abroad. So it makes it a bit more awkward if he would to go to another Premier League club. Like obviously I want to see him shine wherever he goes. Would rather it not be in this country. But <laughs> I mean we'll have to see where he goes. But yeah, I think if he is, it's now or never type of thing. Yes, no, 100%. And I think if he was to go to a Premier League Premier League club, the only club that he would probably potentially go to is Man City. Um, mm. I don't think... Arsenal is out of the question. Like, he would never go there. Oh, 100%. Of all the London clubs, I would say, are out of the question. Do you think? Because I have a feeling that like he could possibly go to Chelsea if Chelsea put in an offer. No, I don't know why. Club. I don't think that's going to Arsenal is definitely a write-off, 100%. 100%, definitely. And I think West Ham is a definite write-off as well. But I didn't even think of West Ham, but 
no, I can't see West Ham putting in an offer for him. I don't know exactly no, no, no. how much he's going to be worth, but he's going to be worth a lot. It's going to be a top. It's going to be one of the top clubs, that's for sure. I don't, and I don't know. I mean, I could be rude, but I don't think West Ham are going to be up the top again next season. But I could be wrong. I think this is a one-season thing. But... <laughs> so let's move on from Harry Kane to another current Spurs player, Gareth Bale. So he obviously come this season and he's currently got one year left at Real Madrid. He has come out and said, I came to Spurs to play football, but in the Euros, I wanted to be match fit. The original plan was to only do one season at Spurs. And after the Euros, I still have a year left at Madrid. So my plan is to go back. I thought he was going to stay. I thought he was going to stay for some reason. I thought he was going to stay, but I feel like... Jose Mourinho has a big part to play in his decision. Yeah, I mean, when he first came, it was always meant to be like a one-season loan and he go back to finish his contract. Like, that was always it. And I suppose that was what I always thought about. But then, I don't know, he just seemed so much happier being back at Spurs. And, like, you see him, like, he would be laughing on the bench with, like, his teammates and, like, posting stuff on social media with his teammates. And that. it just made him look like he seemed happier. And it was like, oh... If he's happier here, he's happier. He really seems happier. He's getting more game time because obviously he spent basically his whole, like at least half of his Real Madrid career sat on the bench, that maybe he would change his mind. But, I mean, if that was always the plan, it was always the plan. Like, you can't really do anything about it. It feels a bit like being used, but if that was, the, like, what would have been planned already, if he was using Spurs as a way to get fit again and that's what he was doing he has helped Spurs out along the way so it's always like grateful for that but yeah it would be sad to see him go again because I have like I mean the whole when he first came the whole like bow hype was like really good and it was like really nice and then he had like his iffy like bit but he was still like partially injured so it was like fair enough but then like we were talking about last like few like a month or so or whatever we were talking about how well he'd been playing old bow seemed to be back and he was scoring goals making assists and just like amazing on the pitch so it'd be a shame to see him go but I wouldn't I wasn't mega surprised when he came out and said it yeah no me too but Real Madrid are having a strange season so far Mm -hmm. so I don't know I feel like him going back might not be the best option for him in terms of playing football. But as he said, he's got a year left on his contract. I say go back, go do the year, see what happens. I have a feeling that he might even go go abroad to America. I don't know why. I feel like he might go there. China's obviously an option for like older players and stuff and like well-known players. So we'll just have to see what happens within the next year with Gareth Bale, because I feel like it's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, definitely. And that is it from us this week. We hope you have enjoyed this video. You can see us back here 6pm next Tuesday, where we'll be talking about the results from the weekend. If there's some shocking results, it could make a big impact into who will be finishing in the top six at the end of this season. So keep an eye out on our Twitter page for updates on the big news stories from this weekend. And if you'd like to see the video version of this podcast, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is Fight for Top Six.